Hey everyone, I'm Maya Siegel and I want to welcome you back to our Serotonin Speaks mini-series of interviews with MCPS SMOB candidates. Today, we're sharing my interview with Hannah O'Looney, a junior at Richard Montgomery High School. We talked about her background in student government and advocacy, and, of course, her plans if she were to win the SMOB election. When did you first get into student leadership? Like, were you in SGA or stuff like that? Yeah, I definitely started in SGA. I actually got involved for the first time as just a class delegate in sixth grade at Roberto Clemente Middle School in Germantown. And I was really interested in not just, you know, putting together events and making my school a more fun place to be, but also really became interested and invested in educational equity. So making the MCPS experience, making the experience at my personal middle school um, as equitable as it could be. I went to a middle school with a really, really high farms rate and really, really high rates of inequality. So um, I got involved at the countywide level with MCJC, which stands for Montgomery County Junior Councils, the countywide student government at the middle school level. And then the high school level. And yeah. So would you say leadership has always been like a strength of yours? I don't know if I would say leadership necessarily, but I've definitely always been the kind of person who, you know, if something is clearly wrong, if there's something that I think could be improved, I've always been a very vocal person and I come from a lot of privilege in that, you know, I have time and I have the resources in order to be able to get that message across. So I spend a lot of time traveling to Rockville and to MCPS central offices and the county council. Um, It takes me about an hour to get there because I live up um, in up county. But yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily been leadership, but I've definitely always been a very outspoken person. That's cool. Um, So you mentioned uh, equity uh, coming from Clemente Middle School, but um, what would you say were the main factors that inspired you to start uh, student government and then later run for small? Yeah, so I went to Roberto Clemente. I now go to Richard Montgomery, but I've actually attended schools in six MCPS high school clusters. So I've kind of been all over the place and mostly up county and central county, but I've really been able to see huge disparities in the educational opportunities that are awarded to students of different backgrounds, to different races, different neighborhoods, different zip codes even. And I currently serve as the vice president of the countywide student government in high schools. So a really big part of my weekly routine is having a lot of meetings with student governments from across the county, with MCPS officials from across the county. And back when we were in person, I would spend a lot of time visiting physically schools across the county. And through that, I think I've gotten a really unique vision perspective on the county because I think I've really been able to see the vast disparities between you know the DCC versus BCC high school and central county versus up county and you know a person's experience in one part of the county is very different than another student's experience in another part of the county and I think I'm running for SMOB. I know I'm running for SMOB because I don't believe that a student zip code in Montgomery County should determine the educational opportunities and programs that they have access to. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think I saw on your social media that you were involved in trying to get free period products for MCPS schools. So either with that or with some of the other projects that you've engaged in, what would you say some of your biggest challenges have been and what were some of your biggest successes? Um, I can start with successes. I worked on Menstrual equity first came to my attention actually at the state level. There was a bill called House Bill 208 in the Maryland House of Delegates, and I testified for it. Um, I was really interested in educational equity, like I mentioned earlier, and menstrual equity, the affordability and accessibility of menstrual products, especially in school, stood out to me as a really important educational equity issue because when students who menstruate Um, A lot of times girls, but not always, when they menstruate, um, a lot of times you miss class because you don't have access to products or maybe you even miss school entirely because you don't have the financial resources to be able to afford those products. So it very clearly stood out to me as an issue of educational accessibility. And so I started out on the state level advocating for that bill. Unfortunately, it was not able to pass um, the first year or the second year due to COVID. Um, But I really wanted to bring that fight closer to home, which is why I testified at the Board of Education about bringing menstrual hygiene products for free in all high schools. That got a lot of attention from the Board of Education and a lot of local media outlets. I started working with them. And this year I actually worked with the current student member of the board, Nick Asante, to write a resolution for the school board that commits our school system to giving free menstrual hygiene products to every single bathroom in every single school in middle and high schools by 2026. So I fought for it for about a year. Um, I worked really hard on writing the resolution, sat through a lot of meetings with logistical staff and finally got it through. So that's definitely something I'm really, really proud of. In terms of difficulties, there were definitely a lot for one. It is, you know, as much as I hate to say it, it is difficult to be taken seriously when you are a student. Um, That's definitely an uphill battle in and of itself. Um, The fact that it failed twice at the state level was not necessarily um, helpful either. Um, The pandemic definitely played a huge role in that as well. So definitely a lot of difficulties, but it was worth fighting for in the end. Well, that's amazing. Um, If you had to pick one specific issue, um, like I know you were talking about educational equity as like an umbrella topic, and then within that, menstrual equity, but if you had to pick one specific issue, what would you focus on as SMOB? Um, Personally, and especially if I'm elected to the school board this next year, I really want to focus on the opportunity gap and the differences in educational opportunities that are awarded to students of different backgrounds, whether it be because of their race or because of their income level. So I think that's definitely, you know, the biggest overarching concern for me and biggest overarching focus. And that has a lot of different components in it. One of them being menstrual equity, one of them being accessibility to different resources, but that's definitely my main focus. Okay, awesome. And would you say it's important to you because of the disparities that you've personally seen or experienced having gone to so many different schools in different parts of the county? Definitely, definitely. I mentioned earlier that, you know, I've been to school in 
I've been going to MCPS school since I was in kindergarten. And throughout that process, I've been to schools in six high school clusters. So um, that's out of, you know, 25 schools in MCPS. So I've definitely been able to experience, I think, a wider range than most students in our system. But also my experiences, again, in the countywide student government, meeting with students from all across the county specifically to talk about educational equity and access issues, I definitely have been able to see it firsthand. Okay, awesome. Um, do you think being in student leadership has helped you grow as a person in terms of self-confidence or a sense of engagement or anything along those lines? Yeah, it's definitely, definitely helped me grow. For one, it's just exposed me to such a plethora of diverse perspectives. Um, Again, I feel like in Montgomery County, you're often really restricted to the community that you find in your own school and even within that your own neighborhood and even within that your own friend group. But, um, you know, when you work in countywide issues and student government across the county, um, you're really exposed to a greater number of those perspectives. And so that's definitely helped me grow just in what I've been exposed to and what I understand. It's also been a really great learning experience for me in terms of understanding how policy is created, public policy is created at local levels of government. So I've really been really focused on the Montgomery County Board of Education and County Council these past couple of years, as well as the state level. And I think we all know, especially after this past election season, that there is a huge emphasis on national elections and national policy, um, just because, you know, that's where all of the money goes and that's where a lot of media attention goes. Um, and while that's really important, I've also really been able to understand the huge importance of local government, um, because that's often what controls and dictates our day-to-day -day lives, right? Like the kind of roads we drive on and the schools we go to and um, really at the micro level, local government is what controls all of our lives. And it's also the level of government that asks for the most participation from the community and needs it the most. Um, so being able to provide that participation and get involved in the process has definitely been really rewarding and definitely a really great learning experience for me. And I hope it will be for others too. So I definitely encourage other people to get involved. Well, that's awesome. And that kind of leads into the final question, which was, um, if people want to get involved either directly with your campaign or just regarding some of the issues you mentioned, uh, how would they do that? Yeah, um, I try to be an accessible and available presence to all students. So I mentioned my contact information earlier. My DMs are always open. My inbox is always open. You can also, excuse me, text me by um, texting at HANA for SMOB, the number four to 81010, and I'll be sure to respond to your text messages. Um, that's definitely a, a way to get involved. I'm always looking for more people and just a lot more help. And I also just love hearing from students and hearing their concerns about pr previous SMOBs, their concerns about virtual learning, their concerns about their educational experience as a whole. So always looking to hear from students, and those are some great ways to reach me. Awesome. So thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you so much for having me. And for anyone listening, please, please, even if it's not my campaign, even um, if it's someone else's campaign or it's just, you know, 
getting involved with local government as a whole, please get involved because, um, like I mentioned, it, it's really, really important. And we're always looking and people are always looking for student participation. So thank you so much for having me. Well, that was my interview with Hana. Her website, social media, and contact information are all linked in the show notes. Please remember to subscribe if you haven't already and tune in tomorrow when Maddie and I will be doing our host reflections.